What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into Dig Straight Down, I want to welcome you to the show. It's a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or these are updates that we're just making up on our own just for fun. Either way, if either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place and I'm happy that you're here. Alright, so let's start off with the Q&A segment of this episode, guys. A few episodes ago, I asked you, what do you think the trial keys are for? And this is what you guys had to say. Devil Girl said, maybe they'll add lockable chests and the keys can be used to craft and or lock or unlock them. And yeah, I think this would be a really, really cool thing to have, as I said in a previous episode, where I kind of speculated on the trial keys um, with my friend Spark Bandit. Something we brought up was lockable chests and how interesting it would be to be able to uh, share a specific uh, chest between maybe two or three or four players while excluding other players maybe on the same server. So you have something that's sort of between a normal chest that everyone can access and um, an ender chest where only one person can access it. Um, So having something in between those two might be really, really cool. T-Rex Tobe says... It might open secret doors, maybe in the end, because that needs spicing up. And so, yeah, maybe if you have to, like, accumulate a lot of these trial keys and then you take them to the end and that gives you access to some new resources or some new things, that might be really, really fun as well. Doc says they might open copper doors, because if you look closely at the copper door, it has a lock. Maybe these doors are locked and have loot behind them. And that would be really fun as well. Uh, My only issue with this is that you can just mine down a copper door and unless um, locking the copper door actually makes it so that you cannot mine it. But then again, you can just mine the blocks around it so you can just access that room no matter what. But still, it would be really fun to be able to lock a door. And then this person likes chickens forever says... Maybe the trial key could be used to reduce the cooldown of trial spawners, but we might never really know. A mystery never to be solved. (laughs) I think we'll probably know what the trial keys could do, and it would be really fun if they could reduce the cooldown of trial spawners. I had sort of the opposite idea at one point, so that, you know, basically they just completely disable a spawner. But using the, the trial key to actually reduce the cooldown might make farming these things actually viable because right now there's like a 30 minute cooldown uh, for each spawner and that's a long time so that in my opinion keeps them from being able to be farmed but if you can reduce the cooldown maybe it would make that a little more feasible and finally kirby says chests like the stone chest from the concept art from the ancient city and guys if you're not familiar with this in the old uh, concept art when they were introducing the ancient city there was this new kind of chest that they were going to have called the stone chest. I'm not sure what the functionality of that chest was going to be, but if we get that in this, um, if we're able to get the stone chest in this upcoming update, maybe the trial keys could be connected to the stone chest. Maybe the stone chest could be a special loot chest that we can find in structures around the world that you cannot mine it, you cannot break it, or it breaks down into its components like the ender chest does, and it drop doesn't drop the things that's in it. And so if you want to access the loot that is in the stone chest, you have to use a trial key. 
that might be really, really cool. Um, and so you would want to get as many of those trial keys as you can because you never know when you're going to encounter one of these special chests. I think that would be really cool. And uh, maybe, who knows? Well, thank you so much, guys, for these ideas. And if you want your idea read out on an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the Q&A post there, and I'll do my best to read out as many of those answers as I can in an upcoming episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Before we get into the main discussion, I want to remind you guys that I do want to uh, create a Discord for this podcast so people who listen to this podcast can go and chat together and talk about the show, talk about Minecraft, and talk about whatever. Um, or maybe not whatever, <laughs> but definitely talk about Minecraft and this podcast. So guys, if you are interested in being a part of that, you want to be a moderator, and maybe you are at least 18 years old or older, and you have some experience in this regard, send me an email. Let me know that you are interested dig straight downcast at gmail.com when i have at least five people who are interested in being in a moderator for this discord i will announce on this show when the discord will open and how to access it so uh, if you are interested again in being a moderator and you are at least 18 years old please send me an email and let me know all right, so let's get into the main discussion of this episode. I wanted to talk about uh, structures and how they generate in the world. Um, initially, when I heard about the trial chambers and the, how they would be introduced in the game, when I first saw some of the rooms, I was really hoping that the trial chambers would be a structure that would generate above ground. We don't have very many large structures that generate above ground the only one that i can think of that's actually quite large would be the um would be the woodland mansion you could i guess count the ocean monument but it's underwater so in my mind it doesn't really qualify as being above ground and villages generally aren't that large so i don't really count them so uh we only have one large above ground structure i was really hoping that the trial chambers would be another one but we see that the trial chambers are going to be underground now it seems to me that recently mojang has only been adding underground structures to the game um, and i think that this is probably to take advantage of the extra depth in the world that we have since the caves and cliffs updates um, they have all that extra room down below, uh, be, uh, not bed, bedrock, but where bedrock used to be in the world. Um, they have all that extra room now. They want to take advantage of it, and so they've added the ancient cities. They've added these trial chambers. They're adding, you know, they've added the trail ruins. They're adding all these underground structures. And don't get me wrong, I love underground structures. I think it's really, really fun, and there's a lot of room underground to have massive things like this. But I would like to see more above-ground structures. And here are a few reasons why. Number one, above-ground structures are less tedious to find. Underground structures rely on mining to discover them. We don't really have any maps to discover underground structures, and the only thing that we do have 
uh, that to aid us in discovering any kind of underground structure is the eye vendor that takes us to the stronghold. Caving doesn't even yield consistent results when it comes to discovering underground structures. So above ground structures are much less tedious to find. Not necessarily easier to find, but definitely less boring to find. Uh, above ground structures are also very helpful for navigation because they act as landmarks. Now for someone like me who is very directionally challenged, um, this cannot be understated. I love having landmarks in the game. They are very, very helpful for me to get around to make sure I don't get lost. Because guys, I cannot tell you how many times that I get lost in the same biome over and over just trying to find my way back to my base after having explored. And if you're watching the video part of this video podcast, you've probably seen me get lost multiple times already. Um, so being helpful for navigation is definitely a case for more above ground structures. Uh, number three, above ground structures help give more personality to biomes. Now I'm saying this because biomes some of them can tend to be quite boring. You have the desert biome, you have the savanna biomes. A lot of these biomes are very bland in my opinion. They don't really have a lot going on in them. But you plop a above ground structure in there and all of a sudden they are very interesting. And so this gives a little bit more variety to exploration, more personality to biomes again, making them a little bit more interesting, a little less boring. And all in all, just a positive thing for biomes. Now, a common uh, argument against above-ground structures that I've heard is that uh, the overworld, the above-the-ground, needs to be a blank slate for creativity, and if there's already a castle there, it will demotivate a player from building a castle there. Now, I don't think that really holds very well because... Um, structures can be mined <laughs> and I mean if someone's wanting to build an underground structure and there's already an ancient city there why does the same argument not apply in that case uh, so we can go ahead and just destroy any above ground uh, structure to make way for the one that we would rather have and I, so I don't think that that argument really holds very well so that's another argument for above ground structures number four Above-ground structures can offer a sort of soft path for players in the form of things like entrances and paths of least resistance, making for more satisfying structures to explore. And what I mean by that is this. When it comes to underground structures like the ancient city, the stronghold, well, maybe less the stronghold, but definitely the ancient city, mine shafts, um, uh, now the trial ruins, things like that, when, you're dis when you discover them, you discover them in very random locations and you mine right through a wall and you find yourself in a very strange place within the structure. For ancient cities, the most often way to discover them is by mining straight through the ceiling and falling down into it. There is no kind of official entrance to these things. As much as I wish there were, there isn't. So above ground structures are different. When you see the structure, you see the door, you know hey, it might be really fun to go through the entrance. Now you can, if you want, mine through the wall, try a different angle. You can do anything you want. So this is not prescribed, but it is suggested. And so having that sort of suggested path makes for a more interesting experience and a more satisfying experience. 
Another argument for above-ground structures is that they can offer clues for what lies below, uh, similarly to how the trail ruins do. Uh, the trail ruins, again, they sort of stick out a little bit above ground, but when you see that terracotta, you know that there is a trail ruin under there, even if you don't know exactly what the trail ruin looks like. The same thing for desert temples. You see a desert temple, you know that underneath it is a chamber where you can find a loot. So, um, it, it's sort of the same way with uh, lush trees and azalea, uh, with, with azalea trees and the lush caves. The azalea tree says, hey, there is a lush cave somewhere beneath me, and it invites you on an adventure. Above-ground structures have that potential to promise more, uh, as opposed to an underground structure when you find it, the finding it is basically a reward in and of itself, and there's not really much that it will lead you to other than the loot that it contains. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I would definitely like to find more impressive structures and ruins above ground, like castles and fortresses, or maybe even more structures that have to do with villagers. Uh, currently, we only have two structures associated with the illagers, and those are the mansion and the outpost. Now, for lore's sake, I would like to see an additional structure associated with the villagers. Now, this could be a trading post, and we could have a chance to find uh, the wandering trader, at the trading post. This could be an inn where we find, you know, traveling villagers taking shelter there to stay out of the night and maybe find some really interesting resources there, especially for explorers and people who are more nomadic about their playstyle, uh, or even a town, which might be just a larger village with a few unique buildings in addition to usual village buildings. It would actually be really cool to find a whole city, but um, it would be fun to find more structures associated with the villagers since they be they seem to be the main civilization in the overworld uh rivaling the illager civilization it would be cool to see their civilization a little bit more rounded out um, and something in addition to the villages generating above ground in the world uh, that has some relationship with their um, their civilization all right, guys, well, that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Let me know what your thoughts and ideas and opinions are. Send them to me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget about the one block challenge you have until Thursday to send me your ideas for that. And all the details for the challenge are going to be in the description of this episode. And until next episode, guys, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.